This time on Holy Ghost Notes. I gotta do me dirty like that. You want a million bucks? Here's a million bucks. I'm gonna get deep. Dang, that was a really good conversation. You could be smelly for a few days. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. What's going on? My name is Mac Reiner. I'm with my co-host, Tim Anderson. You are listening to the Holy Ghost Notes podcast. What's up? Thanks for joining us. What's up, Tim? Dude. Too many things is <laughs> it's going on. Too many things are going on. Yeah, I on. hear you. Yeah, I hear you. I can't keep up. I I am. Uh, I'm glad we can do this podcast episode recording before I leave for the cruise. Yep. Because I was laying in bed the other night. And I'm like, oh geez, we have rehearsals and then we have the warm up show in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and then I get on mm-hmm. a boat and it's gonna. It's going to get tough to try to get yep. this episode in. So and you <laughs> thanks know, for you making beat, time to do this. Of course, man. You beat me to the punch because I was going to text you probably the following day just saying, hey, we should probably do this sooner than later because I have no idea mm. when this baby's coming. Um, oh, yeah. It's been like super limbo for me over here. Like I just, you know, I'm not making oh, any plans. Yeah. Uh, I'm just uh, <laughs> doing as much as I can to, yeah. to prep and be ready. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, worst case, do you, you know us. We'd be, <laughs> I'd be recorded in the hospital. You know, we'd I know. get an episode out if we had to. But uh, <laughs> yeah. better, better now, better now. Do you like the clear my schedule, play the waiting game thing, or would you rather just like be going about life normally and and uh, you know, the unexpected happens? Yeah, you know, my my personality is more uh, go with the flow, you know, make plans last minute. That's that's what I enjoy, but my lifestyle right. doesn't lend itself to that. So it's actually right. <laughs> more of a discomfort, I suppose, because, you know, with the kids, like I just found like, like, like summers for me are just insanity because yeah. every day is different. There's no routine. Other than like my my work schedule stays the same, <laughs> so it's like right. you know I have to do this <laughs> thing and I have to make sure that it works around everything else that's happening. Um, mm-hmm. So I I appreciate the routine in um, you know now that I'm in this time in life, uh, but typically I actually do like you know just taking it as it comes and going with the flow. Yeah. Dude, I just I just had <laughs> You ever have something you do something dumb or you see something funny and it just pops in your head out of nowhere? That just happened to me. Yeah. And for for no good reason. I mean, other than the fact that I'm sitting at my drum set where it happened. And I, I, I have to tell you this. Um <laughs> so we should post this video clip on our socials. Okay. Check it out. If you're listening to this episode, check our feed, you'll see it. Uh, I was teaching a student named Jeremy Boxerman, who's an avid Love follower of yes. of HGN. Great and, dude. Um, yeah, he is a great dude. So I was working with him the other day, and what Jeremy does is he rents a practice space for like four hours. They have a backline kit. He goes in, he sits down, and he practices. Well, he actually has a band that he's playing for now. Really? So he's motivated. He's putting in the work. Hey, man, can we do an hour lesson? I'm like, yeah, sure, absolutely. This is like the day before. So we get on. I'm working with them, and I record my Zoom lessons for my students to my hard drive, send them to the student. Uh, Zoom, <sighs> Zoom's frustrating, man, because they, they now, maybe they always did this, but they make you pay to host over a certain amount, and the, the, the amount of... The file size amount is very low. Mm. So I delete all my files, and it's I'm still recording on my computer. So I upload it to Dropbox. I send it to my student. Yeah. Send it to Boxerman. Days later, he sends me an email. Dude, this clip's still cracking me up. So I click on it in Google Drive, I think it was, and I watch it. It's just like 10 seconds long. It's short. And I'm saying, yeah, so all you have to do is like, you know, just like, 
And if you're if you're listening <laughs> to this and not watching it, I literally just like hop up and down on my throne as if I'm trying to get comfortable. And while I'm still talking, right? I just like did this hop up and down, get comfortable, settle in, still talking whatever thing I'm trying to talk about. Boxerman, who this is not like him at all, starts doing this. <laughs> <laughs> And he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. The best part about it is it's so not boxer. Man, yeah. To, <laughs> he's so respectful. You know, <laughs> he's so, yeah, this was like Tom Fuller. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> I lost it. And it's all on video. I'm so glad because I can go back and relive it. So I was showing, uh, well, actually, I was just watching this video by myself last night, I think. And I was just cracking up while my... My wife's in the other room, and she comes in, you know, what's going on? I said, you have to see this. And we're just laughing. I'm like, so all you have to do, I go hopping up and down, boxing, and hopping up and down. It's so dumb. Musicians are a different breed. I mean, people in general are just weird, but there's yeah. certain things that we do as drummers. That's true. Oh, you got to get comfortable, gosh. man. So if you'd like to take drum lessons with me, uh, you can go to MacRunnerLessons.com and yep. sign up for 10 bucks a Shameless month. plug. There you go. Yeah. It's worth it, though. It's worth it, I promise. It's worth it. I've never taken a lesson with you. Well, not, not officially, anyway. You've shown that's, me some stuff. That's a shame, dude. <laughs> I should Gotten take a lesson. All this free advice for years. I know. I mean, you're getting you haven't paid got, for you this. Haven't gotten, this is uh, ridiculous. From all this free advice that you've given. <laughs> <laughs> Suckered you in. Yeah, <laughs> another reason to sign up on my website, macronelessons.com. <laughs> there you go. Oh, it was fun. Boxman, if you're listening to this, you really made my day. So um, what do we have on the plate here today? I'm, I'm leaving for Florida. Uh, actually, tomorrow night. By the time you're listening to this, uh, I'll actually be on the boat. We're doing a cruise. We're doing mm. a cruise. We've made it. Cruising. Emo is not dead. Cruise 2024. Norwegian Cruise Lines. Going to the Bahamas. Nice. You ever been there? Never been. Okay. I've been there twice. Really? Yeah. See, Nassau. a cruise to the Bahamas is the way to go because the uh, the flights are intense and the time difference and all that, like, oof. Never thought about it. I've only ever cruised there. Yeah, the so cruise that's is the way fun. to go. That's the way I've to go. I've done, I did Disney. It's hard to beat Disney. They're the best in the biz. Everything they do is at such a high level. And, um... We stopped at the Disney Island. That was fun. Did a cruise with Royal Caribbean up to Alaska, and I did another cruise. I can't remember what it was. I think down the Bahamas. So this will officially be my third time there, but first time ever playing drums on a cruise line. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we'll see. I'm excited about it. Some of the guys are a little nervous, like being on a being on a boat for a while, which yeah, I I totally get, but it's a huge, massive vessel, and most of the time you don't even realize you're, you're on one, unless yeah. the weather's nuts. Yeah, that's true. I've never been on a cruise like that. Um, I've been on much smaller cruises <laughs> that weren't quite as uh-huh. comfortable, but right. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're doing this cruise with Yellow Card. Under Oath, The Devil Wears Prada. It's quite a few bands. Um, and we're doing one inside show in their theater. Okay. And we're doing a we're doing another completely different set list out on the pool deck at night. Nice. Which is gonna be pretty cool. It's gonna be a completely different vibe. I love it. I know. That's that's yeah, awesome. That'll be awesome. It's really cool. So it's short. Uh, we're doing a warm up show in Fort Lauderdale right beforehand and couple days before like tomorrow night um the 21st annie and i are flying down with eleanor nice for a little vacation so it'll be her first time in the sun 
uh, you know, she was born in September, so like the warmest it got was maybe maybe 60. It's going to be like pretty close to 80. Yeah. So Annie got her a couple bathing suits <laughs> and like a sun hat. <laughs> yeah. Um, first time on a plane. That's First cool. time in Florida. Very cool. Yeah, it'll be fun. You guys hitting up Disney? No. Nope, we're going to the Keys. Okay, cool. Fort Lauderdale, right to the Keys. Nice. Enjoy, man. So, be fun. Uh, um, thank you. Beyond that, <clears throat> I know you have a lot going on with um, just the waiting game and um, growing your family, and just uh, there's seems like there's always change in your life at this age where it's like new house. Yeah. About to about to add a fifth member to your family. Yep. Always something going on, you know. We always say mm-hmm. as adults like <laughs> I was laughing about this the other day cuz I'm a people person, you know, I like to maintain yep. relationships. I, you know, I meet you one or two times and I consider you a friend. And I'm the type of person yeah. that's like, "Hey, we should get together sometime." Like, you know, let's let's make this happen. Let's you know, set up a time. And I just start laughing to myself because I, I am totally the person that will say like, let's get together. Let's hang out. <laughs> no. And I'll know in the back of my head, like, this is not going to happen for a year, <laughs> like at least, yeah, very <laughs> minimum, so like busy. six months. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's funny to me because just there's, there's so many things that, you know, life just gets in the way. Yeah. Things just happen. Even yeah. even my closest friends, I was joking with a friend of mine who I, I it, you know, they're like family. I haven't seen them. I ran into them at the food store the other day, but I haven't actually hung out with them for at least four months. <laughs> like we couldn't yeah. even get over, we couldn't get <laughs> together over the holidays. And it's just like, we were just laughing yeah. about it because it's like, you know, the great thing about it is that we we know it's not personal. Like there's nothing yeah. at all that we could do about this. <laughs> it's like just yeah. life gets in the way. It's super busy. It's not that we don't want to yep. see each other. It's not that we're trying not to see each other. It's just like it just hasn't happened. And you you know, in a blink of an eye, it's four months later, and we're still trying to get together. So <laughs> it's I know life happens. Man. I know. Life I I think for us, the best way to get together is just day before, shoot a text or or call. Yeah. Hey, what are you guys doing tomorrow night? It's that seems it, yeah. to be the best way, and, and, and there are other line. people who are better at planning out a month, but it, it that's that gets tough. It's tough, it's yeah. kind of intimidating. It's <laughs> it's really it's really hard to to plan ahead. I, I've planned ahead like two weeks in advance, you know, and that sometimes works, but it's just plans get canceled because things things change, things happen, uh, especially with kids and sports and babies yeah. and moving and. <laughs> It's just yeah. the list goes on, but uh, <laughs> you know. But it's been fun, you know. Life is, life is is very interesting, you know. Uh, I don't yeah. I don't necessarily want it to slow down, you know. Sometimes yeah. I, I I think about like oh, it'd be nice once things kind of normalize and things slow down. But I we like the fast pace. We like having things yeah. to do. You know, we like yep. we like this. So yeah. Um, Otherwise, not we wouldn't. We wouldn't plan it this way. Right. Like, we we have some control over how busy we are. Mm-hmm. We have some control over how our lives look. Not not complete. It's not it's not like we're in control of all of it. But we have right. we have some say in it. We do. Like tonight, you know, Annie and I went out. We played played some sports. Uh, we've been getting into pickleball. Nice. Played some pickleball tonight. It's like we we wouldn't have had to to do that. For two hours and fifteen minutes, um, but there's some value, right, in mm-hmm. doing something that isn't productive per se. And we have a list of things that need to get done. Yeah, but there's something about living life. That's a curious statement. Productivity. How do you measure it? Because I would go as far to say that investing in your relationship is productive. Mm-hmm. Arguably more productive know, than man. a lot of the other things that you could have done, like laundry, for instance. That's going to stack up again anyway. Yeah. So how productive is I it? I know you could you could be smelly I know, but for a few my days. Bra- <laughs> my brain doesn't work that way. I know my brain know. does not work that way. And until well, it doesn't work that way until we're playing pickleball, or until 
we're laughing together or having mm-hmm. a good talk, and then it's like, oh yeah, there you go. I mean, what really matters compared to yeah? What are you going to remember at order? the end of the day? You're going to remember yeah. playing pickleball with your wife, not doing laundry or cleaning the kitchen or whatever it was that you had on that list. Yep. That list is always there. The list is always going to be there. <laughs> but and it's going to be the there after you're done. <laughs> the difference here is that we're leaving tomorrow night. That's so <laughs> as a guy, I'm like, dude, I need to close up shop. <laughs> yeah, I need to make sure, sure the house is good. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are some things that have to get done. It, but the thing that I'm learning about myself being being married and life only getting busier is how do you treat people when you're stressed? Mm. How do you How do you treat your spouse when you feel like you're up against the wall when you when you're afraid if you can get it all done when you're not sure what tomorrow morning is going to be like when when you know you're going to be tired like how do you handle yourself yeah yeah um that's you don't really want to know the answer then you then you find out and you're like oh geez what did i do what did i say Mm -hmm. and uh I don't know. It just, it's very revealing because it shows you who you really are. Yeah. It's easy to put on a, a good face when things are just smooth sailing. But when, when life's busy, really busy, and you have, you have, I don't know, for me, I like, I have a couple shows coming up. I have two different set lists to play, playing drums for three hours a day. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're feeling it. Yeah. And then you're thinking about everything else you have to do on top of, the practice outside of the practice and the parts you need to work on and taking care of your body and uh and then everything else you yeah. know it's like oh my gosh how am i gonna do this yeah and un- unfortunately we we give our the people closest to us the worst mm. um that's right and I've, I've seen that happen in my life at times and fortunately um i i really am I, I've been learning a lot about how to um, prioritize, like you're saying. Yeah. Like nothing else matters as much as this. And if that's true, if your priority is your spouse, whatever your priority is, you're you're not gonna you're not going to um, just have scraps left behind. Right. You're gonna start with your first fruits, like the the very best. That's what they're gonna get. Everything else, all right, can can suffer a little yeah. bit. Some sacrifice can happen down the chain. Right. But you're not going to, you know, misplace the priority and put it at the at the bottom. That's right. You have to keep that that thing or that person at the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That ties really well into a conversation we're going to have in a little bit, actually. Yeah. One of our topics. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. So let's get into our drum topic yeah. today. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, you want to head this up or you want me to? Uh, yeah, I can. I can head it up. Um. Okay. So and then I'll so, head up the well no I'll head up the drum topic you head up the fade because okay. you yeah. you have the video idea for it yeah go ahead yep yep okay okay all right so our drum topic today is um, play play first for yourself not for others play first for yourself not for others play with yourself in mind not other people mm-hmm. um, this as is usually the case. Is a topic that is very relevant in my life right now. And it came about because I just started doing Instagram live videos and me playing drums. And the reason I started doing live was for me, actually, which is kind of funny because the whole purpose of a live is to have people join you in whatever you're doing. Right. But the way I practice the most efficiently is by putting the pressure on like it's a real show. Hmm. And the way I, the best way I figured out to, you know, how to do that is to have other people there (laughs) in some way, in some sense, or just hit record. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking for a way to get better at drums, uh, I would suggest either recording yourself and uploading the video or, sorry, I have to burp. Okay, there we go. <laughs> uh, recording yourself and uploading the video or just hitting record and knowing that the red light's beeping. Yep. That's so weird how that affects you when you're playing. Dude, that you is, know it's recording. Guys, if you did, if you take nothing else away from this episode, that is such good advice. <laughs> like, Crazy. 
that that like, will make you such that that will improve your drumming or your play your instrumentation yeah. tenfold just by adding that yeah. pressure to your practice time. Seriously, absolutely, so good. Add pressure to your practice. That's a better way of saying what I was trying to say. Add pressure to your practice, mm -hmm. and what you're really saying is it's about you, not about what people think of you. Yep, it's about you. Not what people think of you. So it, when I turn on live, people are joining. Yep. You can comment. You can you can you know watch in real time. This is me yep. right now playing drums. And the first time you do it, oh my gosh, you get nervous. And actually, every single time afterwards, you get nervous <laughs> too. But then you just realize it's okay. You're you're just playing drums for fun. There's people watching. There's people commenting. People are enjoying it. It's fun. And it is so rewarding to perform, I guess is the best way to say it. Like you, yeah. you've practiced and you've practiced and you've practiced and now you're performing in your own way uh, for people to see. And what, what starts to happen for me is builds confidence in yourself because now you say, I just did that, and people seem to enjoy it, and actually I enjoyed it, and I was able to use the techniques that I've been working on when it really mattered. I actually relaxed and stuck with it, and it worked. Because mm. you're never really sure if, if what you're practicing is going to make it in yeah. the real world, on stage, in front of people. Yeah. So test it. So for me, playing for myself means putting the pressure on as if I'm playing a real show, as if I'm playing in front of people because I am with Instagram Live. But eventually getting to a point it's at some point in that song or some point in, in that, that live where I'm not even really thinking about the camera. <laughs> I'm not even really thinking about who's on the other side of uh, the screen. Really not. I'm literally just playing. Yeah. For me. Yep. And that used to be a, that still is uh, a, a hard place to get to as a drummer, as a musician, for me at least. Yeah. So you have to practice it like anything else that's, that's hard. You, like anything else that's worth it, you have to, you have to work for it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, such good advice. I could, we could literally end the topic right there and you guys would get everything <laughs> that you need <laughs> from this, this conversation. But uh, I'm going to take it a step further. So when you sent me this topic, I thought it was, it was really timely because um, I've, been, uh, I've been following this guy. Uh, his name's Tyler Ward. He's a, he's a YouTube guy. Uh, at some point, he, he hit it really big. With covers and stuff, I was late to the game. Started following him uh, at, at some point. I don't even know when. Um, but right. he's kind of changed up his con content style recently. I actually reached out to him to see if he wanted to come on the podcast because I just love what he has to say and love his mind. Um, he respectfully declined, <laughs> but Did but he? it was because of time uh, time constraints. Tyler um, Ward. Tyler Is Ward. That his name? Tyler Ward. Um, he uh, Ward. yeah okay. he operates a a really cool. Um, movement, I guess, is a good word for it, called Songhouse mm -hmm. out in Nashville. It just gives songwriters an opportunity to collaborate with other songwriters and musicians. And they basically release a hook every day. And if it goes viral, then they record the whole song. Whoa. And, uh, and you know, that songwriter obviously gets, gets the credits. And it's a really cool idea. Um, so he's obviously done the YouTube thing, hit it big, <laughs> he's set, um, but super cool guy, and he's getting really bold about um, just being himself and yeah. and being honest with people about, you know, right. his thoughts and what he thinks, um, but he, he's been posing these questions um, on social media, and the algorithm knows that I interact with his content, and so it you know, pushes it to the top of my feed. So I see it um, almost every day. And there was one that came out that basically said, like, you know, what is what is your driving factor as an as an artist? 
what is it that you want most as an artist these days? Back in the early 2000s, we all wanted a record deal. We all wanted to get famous. We all, you know, we all wanted to do this as a living and we felt like success was based on, you know, getting signed. That's not the case anymore with the way that social media has enabled us to have all the publishing yeah. capabilities and interactive capabilities with a fan base that we need. And most people these days have home studios, so it's not even like you need the uh, the loan to get into a studio to record. Mm-hmm. So he's like, what is it now for you as an artist? And that just got me thinking about, like, what is it now that I really want most? And, I, you know, what I, I was honest with myself. I actually replied to his, his video and basically just said, like, as a dad, as a as someone with a full-time job supporting my family, like, I just want time. Like, yeah. I just want to be able to, like, I could care, I couldn't care less about the fame. I couldn't care yeah. less about a record deal. Like, that means nothing to me, which right. is contrary to what I felt back in the early 2000s. Yeah. Now I just want the time <laughs> to be able to sit and <laughs> and write and play and be creative and get lost in it. You know, like, right now, even if I find the time, it's like, okay, I've got an hour. <laughs> yeah. there's a time constraint sure. there's like a, an end to this um, anything yeah. beyond that is irresponsible and so it's yeah. like I just want to have the time I just want to be able to do this and not worry about waking up early the next morning or whatever responsibilities I have I just want to be able to get lost in it like I used to and you know sleep in the next day because I was up until 4 a.m. finishing this song. You know, like, that's that's what I want. Um, but it, it, the, the, the core of that was exactly this topic that you kind of put out in front of me, is that it's, it's for me first. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care if people like the music. I mean, of course, as an artist, I need that validation. I need someone to say, this is great. <laughs> I need mm-hmm. to be validated. Um, I'll admit that. <laughs> but it's um, at the core, it's for me. I know myself. Yeah. I know that I enjoy being creative. And so I don't care about the fame. I don't care about the exposure. I don't care about going viral. I just want to be able to create because right. it's for me. And so right. I think if that's your purpose for music, for playing, and it really should be if you're an artist, that needs to come first. Do this for you because if it's not for you, you're going to get lost in trying to please everyone else. Whatever you do, whatever you write, whatever you play is going to be for everyone else. If you don't get that validation, you're going to be crushed. That's going to end you. But if it's for you, and if you're happy with what you're creating, if you're excited about what you're doing, then you already succeeded. Mm-hmm. You already hit your goal. Anything mm-hmm. else is a bonus, right? So this topic is really big for two reasons. One, for what Matt said. That is such great advice. But taking it a step further, I think it's important to play for yourself. Make sure that what you're doing is for you, not for someone else. Make yep. sure that you actually like what it is that you're doing. <laughs> like mm-hmm. because it's never gonna you're you're never gonna stick with it. If it's not. If it's not for you. If it's not something you like to do. If it's not something you like to do, then that'll fade away. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, even at band practice today, I'm playing and I was telling Annie after practice, like we don't really say good job, you Mm. know, like, oh, you know, you played really well. And some, sometimes you just honestly want to hear that because you put in a lot of practice to get here, but we've been doing this for 21 years. So it's expected of you to just do a good job. Right. And it can be tough, honestly, when you hear or when you see that um, people, people know that you're, you're not, your band members know that you're not 
um, showing up the way that they know you can. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they see your weaknesses, <clears throat> and those need to be pointed out because we're a professional band that strives for excellence. <laughs> you yeah. need to be, can't be sucking. Um, but you, you get to the point where it's just like you're expected to be good, mm-hmm. and you're not going to get the affirmation. And so at that point, what do you do? And as you were talking, I'm thinking about going to see a show and you see a musician on stage playing and you can tell they're not showboating. Yeah. You can tell they're not putting on a front, like fake smile, going crazier than what um, the music warrants or whatever, you know, whatever it might be. It's just like, ah, this isn't. This isn't real. Yeah. Like this isn't genuine. That that person doesn't like playing that much, or they they they're they're acting like they're really excited to be up there, but they just don't really. It just doesn't translate. Yeah. What you want to see is someone who is up there, and you can just tell they love it, or they're just really focused on what they're doing, mm-hmm. and that's that's cool too. Like whatever it might be, you can tell that they want to be up there, and you can tell that it's legit to them it's 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 real to them um they're getting something out of this too that's the best way to say right they're not just up there to give you Mm -hmm. a show yeah that's of course that's part of it but actually like this is important to them too on a personal level it's very fulfilling it's important to them it's significant and there's no other place they'd want to be you know like this is it this is it for them yeah. And that translates really yeah. well. Honestly, it's like it's not, it's kind of a it's kind of a dividend, you know, a paid dividend. Like they're not really trying yeah. to put on a show with that. They're not even really thinking about it, but actually it's something that's really cool to see, you know, as a show yeah. attendee. So, um you know, where does all this start from? It's for me when I'm playing sometimes, <clears throat> especially recently, I think about where my identity is, right? Am I known as the drummer in the band and that's it? Like that's the number one thing? If it is, then this has to work. There's a lot of pressure on it. Mm -hmm. But if I play drums in a band is below some other things in my life, not only does it take some of the pressure off, but it it brings gratitude and joy into the picture. Mm-hmm. Because you go from saying, I have to do this and this has to work, to I get to do this. Right. This is awesome. And when you mess up or things don't go according to plan, you just kind of laugh at it. My My singer, Jake, is very good at this. So today at practice, you know... He, I'm not sure if he was forgetting words or his his voice was getting tired, but he's just having fun with it. Yeah, and that's not my natural reaction to things not going according to plan. But when you see that in someone, it just lightens the mood, just mm-hmm. brings life to something. And um, I'd rather be like that than uh, someone who says, "Man, this this has to work." This is the number one thing. This is who I am. Without this, I'm nothing. Um, because I think your performance is worse if that's your starting place, honestly, in yeah, the end. that's true. Like you have your Tom Brady's who are just winners and they'll sacrifice, it seems like they'll sacrifice almost anything to win. And they, they're obviously the goats, like top level, high level performers. But um, what if you're not Tom Brady talent, <laughs> like most of us? <laughs> yeah, that's just, there aren't many people like that. Right. And if you're not, then, man, what are you going to do when you just don't have what it takes to win every time, to, to be perfect, yeah. to be good enough? Um, you're just going to be disappointed. You're going to be looking for that affirmation. Yeah. So your identity has to be in more than just what you do. That's right. It has to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so you look at it and you say, man, I love doing this. I love doing this. And if, if other people like it, that's, that's great. It feels good 
feels real good to be told you're good at what you do. It feels real good to be told, hey, I like, I like what you're doing. Uh, you're good at that. But it, if that doesn't happen, are you still going to do it? I think yeah. that's the baseline question. Yep. Are you still going to play? You're still going to sing? You're still going to compete? You're still going to work if nobody notices? Mm-hmm. Because if you are, you'll stay in the game for a long time because you like doing it. And your chance of success just skyrockets at that point because consistency is what will carry you. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. That's really good. So play first for yourself. Play first for yourself. Yeah. That's it. That's right. That's right. All right, faith topic. Take it away. All right. So... uh, Warning here, I'm going to get deep. <laughs> I wasn't planning on it when I originally sent you this topic, but as no. I thought about it, <laughs> no. it, uh, it brought up some other things that I, that I, I feel I'm, I'm going to bring to light today. <laughs> it might not happen, but Ooh, <laughs> it's okay. a good chance. So start with the, <clears throat> start with the video, yeah. and then, yeah. then I want to hear. Yeah, so I want to hear what it's So I saw, I saw this video that I thought was just, just fascinating. Um, and it's, it's always interesting when I see, like in this day and age, um, uh, with reels, they're just short clips, (laughs) but when, when a short clip can really tug at my heartstrings and can almost bring me to tears, I'm like, okay, this is, this is cool. So I, I sent this clip to Matt right away and essentially what it was was a an edited edited snippet from uh, another podcast where this guy's bringing up this idea that um all someone needs when they're in distress when they're having a hard time when they're really struggling all someone needs is 8 minutes with a friend 8 minutes is all it takes just eight minutes of time to talk to someone that you care about, talk to someone that you love. So what he and his wife did was basically come up with a code word, hey, or a code phrase, I should say, hey, do you have eight minutes? And that's basically saying, Mm. I need you. I need you. And there was two sides of of the conversation here. One was make sure that you reach out <laughs> if you need somebody, you know, Yeah. ask for it. And then as a friend, make sure you give them eight minutes right. of time. Eight minutes. Like eight, yeah. main, eight minutes is all that you need to sometimes diffuse whatever it is that's happening in their head Yeah. to calm them down, to make them feel a little bit better. Just, just eight minutes of your undivided attention. And like, man, like if you get that text, what an honor it would be for you to be the person that someone asks, hey, do you have eight minutes? Hmm. And so this idea really hit me just because of the day and age that we live in. Uh, For me as a person, I'm extremely busy. Even eight minutes is tough. (laughs) (laughs) It's tough. But... (laughs) <laughs> I I want to be so funny to say. <laughs> I, I want to be that person for my friends for the people that I care about. I want to be able to mm. have 8 minutes that if they need me, if they need 8 minutes of my time, I can be ready to give that to them. Mm-hmm. And okay, so here's where it gets deep. <laughs> um I haven't really publicized it a ton, but I lost my cousin uh, late last year, um, and he's my oldest cousin. I idolized him in many ways. He's uh, a really big reason why I got into music in mm-hmm. the first place. Um, I've spent hours on the phone with him talking about music. Um, you know, he's sent me all of the stuff he put together. At one point, he was a little bit down on, on his luck. I sent him a, a cymbal pack so that he could record some drums. 
and mm-hmm. and that kind of just then we were talking all the time. He was sharing everything yeah. that he was producing with me. I yeah. was sharing stuff I was putting together. He was giving me cool. criticism. I mean, he was beyond where I where I am. <laughs> he was a great producer. He was a great engineer, great at recording. Um, so he was giving me advice. Um, and so we talked a lot. And he was going through a rough time. He was going through a really rough time. Uh, he called me at one point and kind of told me what was going on in his life for an hour or so. And yeah, I... So, so where this hit me was that, you know, he was, he was the type of person who would call me and I knew it was going to be a long conversation if I picked up and I just knew I can't pick up right now. So Mm -hmm. I'd text him right away and just say, Hey man, I'm sorry. I'm putting the kids to bed or I'm sorry. I'm, I'm in the middle of a work day. I have a meeting in a minute. I'll give you a call back. And, you know, most of the time I'd connect with him at some point, sometimes a week or so later. Um, Phone or text? Phone, text, sometimes like voice texting, you know, Instagram messenger, whatever. Um, And then there was one day specifically that I just got, I had a feeling. And so I just sent him a message and just said, hey, man, I just want you to know that I love you. Yeah. Just, you know, just need you to know that. That happened to be the day that he passed away. Um, Probably before he got my text. (laughs) Um, Wow. The hardest part is that I was thinking about him because a couple days prior, he sent me a voice text message that was just saying, like, hey, man, um, if you ever have a chance to talk, you know, I'm going through some stuff. And wow. I just want you to know that I'm proud of you and I love you. And, you know, give me a call if you have a sec. Wow. Didn't give him a call. <laughs> texted him, texted him, you know, I love you, man. Just want you to know that it was too late. It was too late. Wow. Um, and it's, it's, I try not to have regrets in life. I know it's not my fault. But I can't help but think that if I had called him, if I had given him eight minutes Hmm. when he said, hey, man, I'm going through some stuff right now. If you have a second, give me a call. I'd love to talk to you. Hmm. If I had just given him eight minutes, hey, maybe maybe something could have been different. Hmm. I haven't shared this with anybody except for my wife. <laughs> um, I'm now going on air about it. But the reason is because <laughs> I think this is really important. Because yeah. in life, there are a lot of things that can seem really important to us. Our conversation at the beginning of this episode is a clear example of we have a list of things that we have to do, a list of priorities. Yeah. And those are important they're arguably yeah important to be to get done as responsible yeah. humans we need to do these things but are they more important than the people around us than the relationships right. that we have i want to be the person who has 8 minutes yeah for a friend right for a family member and i will never again let somebody say, hey, man, I need you. Hey, man, if you have a couple yeah. seconds, I'm going through something. Mm-hmm. Give me a call. Yeah. I will never, exactly. ever let that happen again because right. I know I, I could have changed that situation. I could have changed someone's life. Hmm. So that's the premise of the conversation. I know it's super heavy, <laughs> but I needed to get it out because I feel like we all – you know, life happens, man. And this isn't to place yeah. the blame game or to make anyone feel bad or to put anyone on the spot. It's just like literally, yeah. I want to say this because apparently, scientifically, all we need is eight minutes. Right. <laughs> Can't you spare yeah. eight minutes for a friend? Of course yeah. you can. Of yeah. course you can. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, 
I'm sorry you had that experience, and uh, I'm sure there are those that are listening who have had experiences, good and bad, um, great outcome and sad outcome. Yeah. Uh, and and we can all relate to this on on some level. Unfortunately, hindsight is twenty twenty, and we can look back and say, "Man, I wish I would have." Um, my neighbor always says he doesn't believe in regrets. And at first when he, he would say that, I I didn't agree with him, but he explained it to me, and um, I think there's some truth to it. <clears throat> at the point in which you made a decision to do something, you did it based on the best information you had at that time. And it's very easy to look back and say, man, I wish I would have done it that way. Mm. But at the time... You, right? You're still the same person you are now. Yeah, yep. uh, you're 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 constantly growing and evolving, but it's still you. You made a decision based on the best information you had, and um, maybe you prioritize things, um, good or bad, that 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 need to be prioritized. I think the best we can do is to learn from learn from the past, obviously, and. When the next you know decision needs to be made, it might be a decision we regret or say we regret or use that word to describe down the road, but you're still using the best information you have yep. and I, I I tend to like that that analysis I think it's it's pretty sound yeah because he see here's what happens we look back and we say, man, I wish I would have done it that way but at the time, you know if you were being analytical and using good judgment about it, you, you, you did the reason you did the math on it and you, you made a decision and, um, maybe it wasn't a good one, but you have to at least start there. Yeah. And then you can say, man, I was prioritizing the wrong things. Like you explained to me in the beginning of this episode, Tim, you know, I, 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 Matt am, am very task oriented. So I will look at productivity as the list of things I have to get done, not the conversation that I should be having with my spouse. Mm-hmm. And that's just, it's the truth of the matter sometimes. Not always, but yeah. sometimes. Well, I'm the same but way, so I, I totally get that. <laughs> I, would, I, would say, I would say that sometimes turns to always once we have the conversation. Mm. Once I realize, once I get smacked upside the head by my own, you know, by by the reality, which is like, dang, that was a really good conversation. Or, wow, that that was a really, you know, those two hours we were playing pickleball, whatever, you know, activity it is, dumb or profound, it's like, what really matters in life? Yeah. And um, I think it's really cool that you could share that because that's real life. When When you see life and death happen before your eyes, there's a reason people go and make a decision the next day that they've been struggling to make. There's a reason that people go and get, um, you know, a pet after they lose a friend. Mm-hmm. They've been they've been on the fence about it, and then they realize, my gosh, life is fragile. I'm going to go do this thing that makes me happy. I'm going to go do this thing I've been wanting to do for a while. Because life is yeah. short. Life is fragile. And what are we talking about here? It's, it's perspective. Um, what's What's really important... And of course it's people, but how do we live our lives? It doesn't seem to align, in my own life, it doesn't seem to align with that statement. Is it really yeah. people or is it the <laughs> the the laundry? And right now the taxes <laughs> for me, yeah. yep. I just have this yeah. menacing list of things to do. And what, what I hear you saying, which is very, very relatable, is um, are you willing to adjust your expectations for when things get done. Are you willing to reprioritize that list of tasks if someone needs you or if life throws a curveball and you all of a sudden need to pivot and do something differently? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to do that? Or are you going to just you know, shoulder your way to the thing that, that you have your eyes set on. This is hard for me to do. We were talking 
you know, at the beginning of this episode about like what what what's your heart really like? And I find this this goes back to an old church analogy, but like when when you're when you're pressed and squeezed, you know, when when life comes at you and um it's all happening fast and you're stressed and depressed and uh, pushed up against the wall and you're afraid and you're nervous and, you know, add in all the other emotions. Uh, what comes out <clears throat> sometimes scares you. It's like, is that really me? There's no mm-hmm. way. It's not me. It's like, well, it's a good chance to look at yourself. That's right. And see where you can grow. So what I hear you saying is, man, what a what a what a um, what a mature way to look at something that happened and say, how could I do better next time? Yeah. Because, man, if we want to grow and get better, we have to start taking responsibility. We have to stop blaming other people and other things in our lives. Your lowest low will be the day that you realize there's no one else to blame. Yep. But yourself. Yep. Your lowest low will be the day you realize, man, there is no one else to blame but myself. Yeah. Because it's in that moment you realize that um, you bear the responsibility. Mm-hmm. And it's at that moment you realize you can start to rebuild. That's right. Because yeah. you're seeing things actually, factually, for real. Mm-hmm. So if if you can relate to this experience uh, that you know, Tim had, you know, um, I think I think your perspective is really mature, and I think it's a learning lesson for the rest of us. Like, man, look at it introspectively and think, how can I do better next time? So that I never ignore that message. So that I so that I prioritize the person who's in need. Yeah. And and if you're on the other side of it too, I mean. Ask for right. ask for eight minutes of someone's time. Ask for help. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, it, eight minutes might be all that you need. Someone's undivided attention, care, someone to listen. Yeah. Eight minutes might be all that you need to feel a little bit better. And right. if you can approach it that way, all it takes is to reach out to that person you yeah. know is going to answer. Right. And you know, th- this has just been like a blaring topic like theme for me and and i (laughs) i read into things of course but there's this one (laughs) quote that keeps popping up everywhere i look and it's that this this idea that the only the only people who are going to remember you working late are your kids yeah and it's like man Come yeah. on, man. <laughs> Why do you got to do that to me? Why do you got to do me dirty like that? You know, it's like, yeah. it's, and, but it's so true. It's like, I, you know, I have to, like, there are certain things that, yes, this is important. Everyone would agree with me. It's important to do mm-hmm. this. This is a responsibility. This is something I have to do. But when you take a step back and look at life, as simple as mm-hmm. life is, in the grand scheme of things, how much does this matter? How important mm-hmm. is it really? Should right. it really be prioritized over these other things? And it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, my kids are growing up fast. Yeah. You know, and and I, you know, I am thankful that I have the ability to spend time with them, mm-hmm. to really be a part of their lives. Um, unlike a lot of other people. Um, but I still feel like I can do better. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I still feel like I can uh, really make a difference and mm-hmm. make more memories and, you know, take advantage of this time that is fleeting, you know? I mean, they say mm-hmm. like, it's it's some crazy number, like 70-something percent of your time with your children is within their first 18 years, which wow. makes sense because then they move out and they do other things. But it's yeah. like when I see that, like I have 18 years with my kids. I'll still see yeah, them after it. that. Yeah, of course. But 
sparingly. It's heavily weighted sparingly, in the first right? 18 years. So it's like, man, I've got I've got 18 years. I've got to make these years count, man. Like I've yeah. got to make these memories. I've got to and it's not just about making memories. It's about being present. It's about right. enjoying it. It's about being right. there. Not just for right. them, not just to be a good dad. Like it's about enjoying this. It's about right. That's experiencing true. this time. Yeah. And <clears throat> you know, and I'm I'm coming at it this way because I'm a dad and because I'm about to have another one and, <laughs> and I'm all emotional and all that. <laughs> but like but this is how we should approach life in general. Friendships. Yeah. You know, like we have limited amount of time here. Let's make the most of it. Let's make it count. Yeah. You know, let's... What do you value? Yeah. What do you value? Exactly. It's I, 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 Like, as you're talking, I'm thinking about, if I were to say, Tim, uh, I'll sell you these, uh, this pair of drumsticks. You're like, okay, how much, how much are you selling it for? I'm 20 grand. 20 grand? That's not, that's not, <laughs> that's not a good, that's not a good deal. There's no value in that for me. Why? Well, because drumsticks are like, 15 bucks. It's like, all right, Tim, I'll sell you this um, 2024 Chevy Corvette. All right, you're like, how much you want for it? 15 bucks. You're like, what? What's wrong with it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Way too much value in that purchase, right? What do you value? Mm-hmm. What are you working towards? What are we all working towards? We need to provide put food on the table, keep a roof over our heads. But what do we value? Yep. The the real value, I think, is what we're saying is in relationships, is in people. If you invest in people, if you invest in relationships, you'll find it's an invaluable investment. If you value productivity and work and money, you'll find that it's a chase, a high-speed car chase that takes you every which direction. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I mean, how much money is enough money? A million bucks? You want a million bucks? Here's a million bucks. How much? Yeah, you, know, you want two million? Here's two million. Not an, you want five million? Here's five million. So you end up with a bunch of money. Now you end up with um, a bunch of stress figuring out how to handle your money. Mm-hmm. Where's it going to go? What are you going to spend it on? How are you going to take care of the stuff you spend it on? Tim Keller used to talk about this. It's incredibly fun to make money. It's it's fun to spend your money. But you know what? It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to make money. It's a lot of work to spend your money and take care of the stuff you spend it on. And he's right. And guess what it takes? Time. So what are you going to spend your time on? What's valuable to you? That's right. This is so easy that, to talk about. It's so hard to actually do. One thing that um, I think is really important beyond charitable giving is tithing. You know, as a Christian, tithing means um, saying to God, this is, this is all yours. It's not mine. And that's a hard thing to admit because we work hard for our money, for our stuff. Yeah. So we like to say, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all God, sure, but, but I did this. It's like, dude, last night I rolled my ankle and I got scared thinking this could, my drumming is one sprained ankle away from missing a tour. You know, Um, the ability to have two drum sets set up in two different locations to practice, like the amount of things that have had to go right. Um, You just have to look at it from a place of gratitude. Um, Knowing that it's a gift from God. And if, if you start from that place, which I've been learning a lot about because of this Men of Iron mentorship, I didn't tithe for years. Um, and I, I was taught that tithing is really not about having strings attached to where your money's going. It's about making a statement and saying, this is all not, this is all a gift. And I'm just, I'm just giving part of it to say, hey, you need this reminder. Mm. None of this is yours. So be a good steward of it and do well with it and continue working hard and continue being generous. Be more generous. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
Don't get distracted, man. Do not get distracted. There's so many distractions. That's the other thing I was thinking about when you were talking about this. Yeah. There's lots of distractions in life. That's for sure. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, dude, that's <laughs> this whole topic. So convicting. <laughs> I didn't yeah, intend it for it to be that way, but man, it is, <laughs> it is so convicting. <laughs> yeah. it's just like I, you know even just like you say distractions and like 10 things come to mind <laughs> it's, you know, it's like yeah. how many times did gotta I pick up, up my phone tomorrow morning. when I really should have do this yet tonight yeah, yeah I'm dude, hungry oh gosh it's, it's there's so many things man but you know life is about learning if there's one thing I've realized if someone were to ask me what's the meaning of life it is to learn <laughs> and to love and to, to learn to love <laughs> because, man, oh, man, uh, are there so many things to learn <laughs> day in and day out. Yeah, there are. My there goodness. Are. Absolutely. Uh, that's, but, that's part of the awesome thing about it. Yeah. that's it's And when we stop learning, God help us. <laughs> when yeah. we feel like we've, we've learned it all. We've got nothing left to learn. God help us. Um, yeah. But I hope this topic all in all was was more so of an encouragement than yeah. uh, than a downer. I did not mean for it to bring down the mood. I meant for it oh, to no, encourage no, no. and it to motivate and to uh, inspire. Uh, no, it's real. Because, it's real life. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not. We gonna, all have loss. Yeah, I'm not just gonna talk about something that doesn't mean something to me. Um, there's no right. point in that. So, um, yeah. I hope uh, I hope that you can put aside eight minutes if someone yep. needs it. Cause I, that's, that's, right. that's my, that's my goal from here is mm-hmm. I want to make sure that no matter how busy life gets, no, no matter how hectic things are, that I'm focused on what really should be focused on. And that at any point I can recognize that eight minutes for a friend is more important than just about anything else that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So we're going to just put this out there now. If, if you need someone to talk to, and you just don't have anybody else in your life or you don't want to talk to someone else in your life, you'd rather just send a message because it's easier. Um, send it to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd be happy to help if we can in any way. That's right. And we mean that. We're we're not just doing a podcast here. The podcast is fun and um, it's fine. You know, having a podcast is... It's fine, but the the real value and the real meaning in all of this is just one person who's affected in a positive way, one person we can help, one person that we can um, talk to. And if that right. one person's you, reach out. Yep, we're here. That's right. We will stop what we're doing, and um, this this isn't just lip service. Yep. And you can test us in that. So mm-hmm. reach out. Yep. Uh, Matt and Tim at the Holy Ghost Notes. Dot com. See you if I can it. get everything right. See, it. this is the real deal. <laughs> Matt and Tim at theholyghostnotes.com. There you go. Yeah? yeah. www.theholyghostnotes.com. There you go. Whew. Five years. Took, that's, that's all that's we all need. Took. <laughs> I'm going to stop while I'm ahead. <laughs> the and sans the. It's just. <laughs> yeah, it throws us off. <laughs> throws me off. Yeah, guys. If you like what you hear, um, much of this is thanks. Thanks is due to our inner circle community who supports us, keeps us going. I can say with 100% certainty that this podcast would have ceased to exist had it not been for our inner circle community. So huge thanks to our inner circle, uh, each and every one of you whether you're still supporting us, whether you just started supporting us, whether you supported us way back in the day and stopped at some point, thank you all. Every mm-hmm. single uh, penny that you guys have uh, donated to us has kept us going, um, has paid our expenses, and has also helped a lot of other people because we like to, we like to donate a portion of what we make to other organizations that we care about. So thank you all. Uh, If you're interested in becoming a part of our inner circle, 
uh, in supporting this podcast, in uh, getting involved with this amazing community of people. Check it out, patreon.com slash holyghostnotes. Um, can't say enough about these people, um, not just because of their support, but because of who they are, the conversations that we've had. Um, they hang out every Wednesday night and without, <laughs> without fail. I mean, this is like going on four years. I don't, I think they've missed one Wednesday. Wow. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, incredible people. Um, I love them dearly and, um, and you'll love them too if you get to know them. So patreon.com slash holy ghost notes if you're interested. Lots of different tiers of support. And um, yeah, like Matt said, hit us up at Tim at the holy If you have any questions, thoughts, need advice, need help, we're here. And uh, check out our socials, which is not the Holy Ghost Notes, but rather at Holy Ghost Notes. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's <laughs> that's not confusing. I don't know what is. Yep. <laughs> yep. We'll stop where we're ahead. <laughs> that's right. Thanks for listening. Tim, great job. You too. We'll see you after the cruise. That's right. Emo's not dead, guys. Don't forget. Emo. Still alive. He's not dead. Very and much. We're definitely alive. not an emo band. You're not. Three, <laughs> two, one. Peace. Peace.